everybody, to another episode of Jabroni Drive. On this week's episode, we talk about L.A. Night Tribal Warfare, Bobby Lashley, Kevin Owens, Liv Morgan, Gable Stevenson, and Bash at the Beat. <laughs> Will this be the greatest episode Jabroni Drive has ever seen? I think so. Timmy! Do you have anything you got to say to all the Schmidt Lavellites out there listening? Let us talk to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, the spectacle. The theater. No. <laughs> yeah. See, I see what I did there instead of saying, let me talk to you. Let us talk to you. Let us talk to you. I, lo I love it. <laughs> Timmy, we got a lot to cover here. There's a lot going on. Let's get right to it. This past week, Friday Night Smackdown, there was a fatal four-way to decide who will fight in the final match to contend for the United States Championship. In this fatal four-way, you had Sheamus, Rey Mysterio. Who's the other guy in it? Was, there was another a four. Uh, Clark, uh, or no. Um, Griswold, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clark Griswold. That, right? No. What the hell? Who was it? Come no, on. Isn't, it, isn't that his name? Griswold or something like that? I have no idea. I'm drawing a blank. Either way, the fourth member of this fight was L.A. Knight. Tim, what in the hell is WWE doing with L.A. Knight? How did he not win this match? How does he not at least get the chance to fight for the chance to fight for the United States Championship? He's if not the most over wrestler in WWE today, top three. It's uh, Cameron Grimes. Oh, my God. Cameron Grimes. Who I thought actually did pretty well. I when, when he was wrestling in that match, I thought, okay, this guy's selling pretty well. He looks pretty athletic. But his whole, his whole persona is very, it's strange to me, you know. But apparently this is the way it was for him in NXT. And then people started to love him. And I could see how they could with his in-ring style. He he's he's good at selling, taking taking bumps and all this other stuff. But to the topic at hand, LA Knight. What are they doing with LA Knight? This is this is like this so is the stuff that fumble. Yeah, this is this is what I don't know. I, I started doing some research. I, look, I was in Cleveland this this past week. Um, this past weekend, and I wasn't able to watch SmackDown, but I saw highlights and things of that nature. Um, not great, not great. I mean, it's been two and a half months of just him being the most over wrestler in the business, probably more than that, probably three, almost four months. And the guy can't win a match. Um, there's no plan in place for him. I mean, there there was. It seemed like 
yeah, we were going to get Austin Theory and and um, L.A. Knight at SummerSlam, and it's your second. Well, I, I don't know. I, I would say it's your second biggest pay per view besides Royal Rumble, uh, besides WrestleMania. Uh, yeah. I guess Royal Rumble and SummerSlam are kind of right on the same part. No, SummerSlam is number two for sure. I would say I would say it's Mania, SummerSlam, Rumble. Survivor Series and Money in the Bank. I mean, you might even throw Money in the Bank above Survivor Series now, but go ahead. Sorry. So you have this this meteoric rise, this white hot star right now that has taken the wrestling world by storm. Uh, there's so much chatter on social media about this guy and and his journey and where he's been and where he's where he's at now. Uh, the guy's paid his dues. And they just continue to 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 bury him in whatever booking that he's involved in. Now we're hearing, well, I'm seeing stuff on online. I don't know if you saw it too, that there's plans to ramp up his push after SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah. But it, it makes zero sense why you would bury this guy. In in terms of merchandise, uh, I think he is he's got four of the top five selling t shirts on on the website, right? Um, just he's just driving sales, and, and you have this giant premium live event in Detroit, where I'm sure his shirt's probably going to sell re- regardless. But like the fans want to see this guy, and he's not even on the card. It makes zero sense. Um, and I said the only way that this this happens if he gets back onto the onto the card because now it's Rey Mysterio versus another LWO member, right? For the right, Pablo to... Escobar, it, Santos uh, Escobar, uh, San, Santos Escobar. <laughs> That's a <laughs> throwback to me messing up that name last week. For <laughs> right. those of you that have been listening, to wrestle Austin Theory for the. Um, the United States title. The only way I see this happening is if either Ray or Santos Escobar decides to bail out of the match because they're they're LWO brothers. Like, yeah. unless they just like one's like I can't I can't wrestle my brother and decides to pull out of the match, and they have to insert you know a, I, I don't know, but there's only a week left. How do they do that? Maybe like, he how- interferes. Maybe uh, L.A. Knight interferes in the match and it becomes a, you know, disqualification. And now they have to throw him into it somehow. I don't know. But L.A. Knight joins the LWO. (laughs) Well, he's not in there. He he has had. uh, C. C. Yeah. yeah. K. K. Uh, Um, But so. L.A. Knight, maybe he, maybe he interfere. I, I, I don't see that happening. I feel like this might be like Ray doesn't have too many years left, or or Santos Escobar. You know, I'm sure L.W.O. did decent merch sales too. But L.A. Knight has. You sent me a video this week about somebody discussing what they should do with L.A. Knight. Tim, do you want to talk on that a little bit? And what um, what that guy suggested about how they should just kind of talk about what L.A. Knight's been through in his career. Yeah, I, I don't think L.A. Knight talks enough about what he's been through in his career because you know I don't I never knew his story. I mean, it could be part of his his whole 
gimmick, right? And it's not even a gimmick. It's his real life story. I mean, it's, you know, he's been in this business since he's, he was 20 years old. I mean, he's, he's been told that he, he hasn't, he just doesn't have it. He's not good enough to, to hold a title or to be a, you know, a mainstream wrestler or to, you know, to get over or to, to even perform at a, at a high level, but he's, he's being put in all these <laughs> commercials and I forget, I got to give credit to the source that I said the sent the video to you, but the, the guy was very eloquent in how he, how he described um, his journey. And it could be part of, of, yeah, what his storyline is. And it is, um, it's just such a shame because the backstory is, is perfect for building up his character, you know? Yeah. It, it um, yeah, it's, he's been you know in what it, two different any... promotions, champion yeah. at, at two different promotions. He was in uh, NWA. He was Impact Champion. I know that TNA, and, uh, yeah. TNA you know, and um, he was he was he was over. He, here's the thing: we've been calling for an LA Knight push for months now, and it was supposed to be oh, uh, I hear after Backlash he's going to be getting a big push and. Oh, I hear after Money in the Bank, he's be going to be getting a big push, and he was the odds-on favorite to win Money in the Bank, you know. And so he's getting the and and now it's well after SummerSlam, he's going to be getting a big push. And look, we've had guys in the past that have gotten uh, a bit, have gotten over with the crowd and have have been very popular. You know, I think of um. Zack Ryder, he was really over with the crowd. Obviously, Damian Sandow, I've talked about previously on this show. I've talked about um, Rusev, and Rusev Day was over a uh, big time. And all, all these other, uh, you know, Elias was over. My boy. All of these, all of these things when they're over were all like these shticks that were you know, they were fun and it was like, it was over and it was, it was great to see. But like to, for, for me, LA Knight, this seems like the real guy, like the charisma has got who he is, has gotten him over. It's not a, it's not a fake, you know what I mean? It's him coming out and it's him and he, he, he sells it and he's got the great, you know, Mike skills and this and that. And it's just like, People have bought into it because he's entertaining. As soon as he's on, he's entertaining, and that's part of that that thing that you were talking about. He's been in. He's he's never been allowed to be the star, but he'll be in this commercial. You can get this commercial. Ah, you can't be on the show, but you can be in the workout video. You can't be on this, but you can be that. You know what I mean? And it's just like, when when are they going to put it behind him? I think about Stone Cold, similar thing. The guy that couldn't get over. You know, he'll never he he won't sell tickets. That's what they said about the Undertaker. You know. But if you're not going to let him win, it's going to die out. If he's going to lose every match, eventually it's going to die out. So when are you going to give him this push? When are you going to put him into the real story? The guy has a number one, three, four, five selling, top selling t-shirt in WWE. He's a number four in total merch sales for the last month. Yeah. you know topping nwo like give him give him a real storyline and let's see what can happen now i will say this and I don't, i'm not trying to be critical of him when i watch him in ring i you know but guess what the rock wasn't the best in ring stone cold after his injury wasn't the best in ring they had the best character 
Make right. me believe in it. They've we've talked so much about storylines and who <clears> like <throat> LA Knight has it. Give him the fucking push. I don't know. Yeah, so just real quick to just to give this to credit, um, his handle's not Sam. Uh his name's Sam Roberts. He's on oh, the Oh yeah, Sam. he does he does talk for he he does the WWE like pre-show sometimes and 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 different things. Yeah. Same yeah, problem. so he he has a, a really great rant, rant that we're referring to about LA Knight, and um, yeah, his thoughts are 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 the same sentiments that we have, and it's just it's it's a shame because it's like <laughs> we look at this right, and I I feel like as Philadelphia sports fans, like <laughs> if you remember back in the day, right, this is what I'll compare it to. It's like Donovan McNabb, right, for years never had a wide receiver, okay, and like the easy thing was just to go, like, all the fans would clamor for, just go get him a wide receiver, and everything will be great, right? Like, it's the easy thing to do. Just, hey, put him, put, put him in the match. All you have to do is put him in the SummerSlam or give him a belt, and let's see what he does with it. It's like this similar thing. Like, all he needs is a little push, dude, and it could be phenomenal what you get in the end, right? And you could have this you know, two year run or whatever. Like, and that's what the WWE is all about. What's wrestling is all about is riding something that works and people can get behind and sell out places. Like, and I'm not saying LA Knight's going to be the guy that's selling out, you know, stadiums by himself, but sure enough, I mean, Jesus Christ, they're selling out every place they're going right now. I mean, the WWE is hotter than it can that than it's ever been. I, I think in the last few years, at least. Oh, um, it, it's it. They're like as far as sales and everything like that. They're as hot as they've ever been. Their their viewership and everything, even this past week, and we're going to get to this on SmackDown, was the highest that it's been, and. We'll get to we'll get to more of that later, but L.A. Knight is a big. Obviously, he's the number one, three, four, and five T-shirt sales point, in well, WWE. We, we keep on talking merch sales, but like he could be so much bigger, a bigger part of it. Like he's just the wrestling part; it hasn't come with it. Like right. they're, they're letting them come out and do. You know, I think uh, two SmackDowns ago, he wasn't even on the show, and they brought him out just for. Yo, I think a a minute and a half, just uh, mic work, yeah. and then he went, and then he went back. Yeah, because they do. It looks like they do realize the value that he has, but they're just not inserting him into any meaningful storylines right now. Maybe, maybe the U.S. title isn't what they want him chasing after. Maybe there's some other route to go because. I don't know. LA Knight and Austin Theory. I don't know how that jives well because Austin Theory is such a he's a good wrestler. He's in my opinion. He's I another he one works. that's been lost too, to be honest. Like they yeah. haven't really done anything with him. You know, every week I see him now on on, you know, sitting at the announcer's table or and, and he wasn't on a premium live event and he was in, like he's always like he I feel like he's been booked terribly, you know. The, the honorary jabroni talks about him a lot, doesn't like him as much. I am a fan of Austin Theory. I, th- I think he has a lot to offer. And, you know, it, he's fallen flat. I will say that. But I'm, but I'm what, worried. What a better – so, like, I, I just said – I'm sorry to interrupt. But, no. Yeah, I'm sitting here saying, like, I don't know if L.A. Knight and, and Austin Theory kind of jive well together. But, like, it's the hottest wrestler right now in WWE versus a guy that really has – He's rudderless right now. He's 
that they've created so you're this saying what a better opportunity yeah right? maybe that maybe that is the way to go and it's just it's such a shame that they're missing the boat on this because they could have started the they they could have started the the journey the la night journey a little bit sooner than than this i mean it hasn't even really started at all because you know he, he missed out on money in the bank right now he's missing out on this this u.s title uh opportunity match right it's just like where where are we going with la night and like what's the end game here like not even the end game what's the what's the start like where does he start yeah and Um, i you know what i i honestly wish that and i know this match this this will probably be this will probably be the match of SummerSlam because we but we love both of these guys but I almost would have rather a Drew McIntyre on SmackDown, LA Knight on Raw, and have LA Knight be chasing Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship and Drew McIntyre going after Austin Theory for the United States Championship. But whatever. It, 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 now I'm just like talking about uh, bullshit. And then, like, look, Ray, Ray Mysterio is chasing after this. Um... I mean, I guess he's he's involved in this U.S. title uh, match, but I, I just I don't know. He's a little. I know he's past his prime. Maybe he's it not. might be I, his final. It might be his swan song. You know what I mean? I actually saw a clip, and I wanted to bring this up to you. Um, if I can just touch on it for a second about Bret Hart talking about him. Yeah, did you yeah. See that? He says yeah. he's one of the most underrated wrestlers, in ring performers in. Um, in the history of wrestling and possibly the greatest wrestler of all time. That's what he said. Well, you know what? I think Brett was being, well, you could argue that because Rey Mysterio changed the game. And my, my argument with that would be though, is that it's gone too far now where there's too many of these high flying backflips, stuff like that. Like me and you both dig, I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like me and you both are in on the Gunther, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, lay it in type of style. I I feel like that's making a big comeback. FTR for the uh, for the AEW fans, you know, someone that's like you're getting in and you're going to brawl and these guys are going to lay it in. And they're they're really they're just going to kick the shit out of each other, which is like, wow, like that sells to me. And a lot of times when I see this high-flying stuff and they do the backflip and there's five guys catching them, a a ton of pros have talked about how they don't like that. And I feel like that's just the evolution of Rey Mysterio. That's not to say that Rey Mysterio isn't incredible and a trailblazer and all that other stuff. He certainly is. So maybe this is just they're giving Rey Mysterio a moment because his time is going to come to an end and it's going to come to an end. I want to say... How much longer can he have? You know, this he's guy already, was wrestling in the nineties when we were watching. Like, he's, he's already in the year too. He's already in a whole theme, and he's still he's still consistently, you know, involved in title matches. Right, and that speaks to just how great he really is. But uh, you know, th- and this is the whole thing, and this is what's so weird, and and like to go on this a little bit more is there? Okay, do they owe Rey Mysterio that? SummerSlam moment, like, hey, we're gonna say Ray is gonna get his chance against Austin Theory. If Austin Theory beats him, 
you know, this puts Austin Theory. He's just beaten John Cena, and he's beaten Bobby Lashley, and he's Hold beaten on, but, Rey Mysterio. But what's what's a bigger moment than what he got at WrestleMania? I mean, he just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. He got to wrestle his son one on one. They did the whole the honorary tribute to uh, with Snoop Dogg to Eddie Guerrero on the way out. I mean. What a better send off than that. I mean, it had every route that I mean, yeah, every every route that that he's tied to in the game in that in that whole setting. And I mean, I don't know what else they owe him. I mean, do they really owe him another belt? I mean, uh, another run for a belt? Like, it doesn't make any sense. SummerSlams, again, uh, plays second fiddle to, to WrestleMania. So. I yeah. think uh, I think the moment him and Edge, you know, like how much more are we going to be going with these guys? And and like and we're saying this not as a knock on them. We love Edge, we love Rey Mysterio, but like how much more are we going to be putting? And and Rey Mysterio might not even be on the SummerSlam card. We don't know yet. Maybe Escobar wins, but. Like, well, no, he's taking he's taking a place of L.A. Knight, though. Yeah, right. right. He's now. taking so the place of L.A. Knight. I mean, that's what we're referencing here. And LA Knight doesn't, as we know, doesn't have much time left. He's he's 40 years old. I mean. Yeah. So when do they pass the tour? Like, let's 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 give some other guys the the shot here. Let's give them the like, I don't know. I'd rather an LA Knight in this match on Friday night than a Rey Mysterio, personally. Yeah. Right. I'm and with, I think yeah. we both agree. Well, I mean, for ratings purposes too, as well, like people would too. Tune into that LA LA night match. They would, I mean, that's a main event. That's a main event match. Yeah, and it gives LA night and Escobar a bet a a better platform, and you know, gives LA night a chance to show, hey, I'm not just on the mic. I can I can perform in ring too. And I'm not saying that like he's totally a, but like just some things that I've seen with him, I was like, oh, you know, I honestly I was scared that he was gonna get hurt. But it's that, and I wonder if they're worried about L.A. Knight, who's been all over the place. He When he left before, it was uh, for pro- some professional issues. It wasn't really a talent issue. You're going to give the guy the ball. They've given Roman Reigns the ball. He's going to run with it, right? They've given Seth Rollins the key to the, you know, in years ago, they... they you know, Hulk Hogan's betrayed them. You've had Lex Luger go to the other thing. Medusa leaves with the title. And I'm I'm, I'm going back to the Monday Night Wars. John Moxley's with someone else. Chris Jericho's over there. Pac's over there. Cesaro's over there. All these guys are over there. So when you give them that platform, when you give them that title of uh, uh, WWE champion, you know, Daniel Bryan's over there. He had the WrestleMania moment. They're they're probably very wary of who they give a chance to hold the title. Does that make sense? It's <laughs> like you give L.A. Knight the a, a WWE Heavyweight Championship, and his contract's up in a year and a half. He says, "You know what? I'm out of here. I'm going somewhere else." It's like, uh, you know, like like they're they're giving him the biggest platform to be on. And then he can then use that just like the outsiders used it back in the day, Diesel and Razor Ramon, you know. So maybe there's some hesitancy because of that. I don't know. But he's but he's been, I mean, he's been other places. He's been champion elsewhere at two different promotions. He's paid his dues. He came back with his tail tucked 
essentially, right? Yeah, took a pay cut. Took a pay cut and worked his way back up to where he's at now. And he's in a in a spot where, I mean, I'm not saying that he should be rewarded, but I, I feel like if they put the belt on him, I mean, his star flies. His star rises as high as it's ever been. And he'll give him them meaningful years or a meaningful run, at least as a, as a, as a contender or he even totally would Tim. And if they give him the ball right now, if, if, if LA Knight came out and, and if he had the money in the bank and he cashed in and won, like it would be an incredible, huge pop, great moment, all that other stuff. But as a, as, as a company, as WWE, do you have to think about, is this guy going to leave us? You know what I mean? Is, is there a lot of that going on? Where is this why the wrestlers aren't pushed? Like they should. Like I talked about Rusev. Rusev is gone. You know what I mean? I've talked about, uh, you know, Sandow. Sandow sound is gone. Um, uh, you know, Ryder. Uh, Zach Ryder is is now in another organization. You know, all these guys that you know were like, oh man, they're over. They should get the push that never got the push or somewhere else, but like, did they not get the push because they knew they were going to go somewhere else? You know, like, Hey, if we give him this, he can bring that draw to AEW next year. His contract's up. We're going to give him the title. He's going to, you know, have, get all this clout, all this backup. And next thing you know, if he shows up somewhere else, that's going to be a huge pop for that industry. We know Roman Reigns isn't going anywhere. We know Roman Reigns is the guy. We know John Cena isn't going anywhere. We know Rey Mysterio isn't going anywhere. Yeah, but you can't you can't operate in fear of somebody leaving. I mean, if that's the case, then you should sign these guys to, to long term deals. I yeah. mean, that's that's just the way it should work. If if you feel like this guy's a supreme talent and you want to put the belt on him, then sign him to a long term deal. And put the strap on them and let's see what happens. Like, there's there's no other way around it. I mean, it just makes business sense. Yeah. Well, you know what, Tim? I would say that it's basically tribal warfare out there. Oh, Jesus. Let, you know what? Tribal warfare. I'm glad, I'm glad that I brought that up. So, that... <laughs> nice, nice segue. Did you like that? So, oh. obviously, on this past weekend of SmackDown, the main event was the signing of the contract, the rules of engagement between Roman Reigns and Jay Uso. By the way, Jay Uso, when uh when Cody Rhodes was interviewed, we're big fans of um and Van Vliet. I keep I I, I should really get get Chris his, Van Valet. Chris Van Valet. His interview with Cody Rhodes just came out. It's 30 minutes. If you got 30 minutes, check it out. It's really it's really cool. And Cody talked about when he came back and how the the wrestlers that when he was here before and now has come back have changed and grown up. He's no longer the kids. It's not Seth Rollins just out of the indies coming in here out of NXT coming up. He mentioned Jay Uso and how great Jay Uso is and gave him so much credit for his storytelling ability and just being able to know anything. So We've talked about Jey Uso a lot on this show and how great he is, but just another guy that's at the top level just giving him his kudos. So I wanted to bring that up. But this week on SmackDown, the Tribal Warfare, Jey Uso and Roman Reigns, they cut a segment about their match, and Jey Uso says, you know, this isn't a match. This is Tribal Warfare. And Roman said, 
did you talk to the elders about this? And Jay said it was their idea. The elders being, I guess, the guys in their family and their bloodline older, maybe the Rikishi, the Rocks, who knows? So as that happened and they signed the contract, it, it was a funny, like it was a unique embrace. Roman took off the lay. He put it on the belt. So it was like more was on the line. It's basically you're, we're fighting to see who's the tribal chief now of this bloodline. And they embraced and kind of shook hands and put their heads together like, let's get let's get it on. This is it. You know, these are the rules now. So that ended and Solo kind of looked around and then he went at at Jay and he was going to do the Samo the the spike. And Ro- yeah. And Roman grabbed his hand like, whoa, like, what are you doing? Almost like that's breaking the rules of tribal warfare. So it's set up for a great match. And we talked about the sales and the viewership and everything like that. As soon as this match was announced, apparently the ticket sales on they opened up fifty thousand they opened up ten thousand more seats and they sold like that at the uh venue for SummerSlam in Detroit. And this was a one of the highest rated segments in in SmackDown history for WWE. Yada yada yada. This thing's going on, Timmy. We talked about it last week. This tribal warfare means it's no holds bar. What 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 do you predict is going to be happening next week on at SummerSlam? Well, just just to touch on what you're talking about, viewership and the highest rated segment. The bloodline has been just this snowball that's rolling down a hill and just accumulating and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And like, as much as we're criticizing the WWE for not pushing LA Knight, who's obviously not on the scene right now and is kind of getting pushed off to the side, they continue to feed the monster, the machine that is the bloodline. And then, you know, they're doing a great job with this segment and it just, it continues to, to be bigger and better. And yeah, there's just, so many different layers and they keep on peeling off of it. But I mean, this whole tribal warfare thing, it's a, it's a good spin on, you know, just like a no holds barred match. Right. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I, I just can't see Jay Uso pinning Roman Reigns. I can't see that happening. Um, he's the first one to pin him since I think we said since Baron Corbin did over three and a half years ago. Right. Um, you know, Look he, pinned you. Him, he pinned him in the, uh, in that, what, what, where'd he pin him at? Uh, the tag money match. in the bank. Yeah. Money in the bank. At money in the bank. And I just can't see range dropping that title yet. Um, and especially to, to Jay Uso, I think they're going to continue with the bloodline storyline. I think Solo may get involved with this uh, with this match in Detroit. I think he gets involved. Obviously, he wants a piece of the bloodline in some way, shape, or form. There, there's been little inklings and little hints that we keep on seeing of Solo uh, you know, trying to get involved in, in whichever way, and he keeps on catching the bad end of it. He's got super kicked, I think a record like 12 times in the last, like <laughs> in the last like four weeks. Um, at some point there's going to be retribution for that. And it could come at Roman Reigns's hands. I don't know. 
I mean, if he turns on Roman Reigns, I mean, that would signify a win for, for Jey Uso, but you never know. I mean, Roman has, has pulled some some rabbits out of his ass over the course of the last few years with uh, we're getting W. So um, I, there's going to be some sort of interference as, as it, yeah, there's no DQs. It's no holds barred. So there's going to be some run-ins. I'm sure there's we're going to see a surprise entry of some sort um, during that match. But it's going to be awesome because it's, yeah, it's this this Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso thing has has taken on new life, and there's a lot of momentum behind it. So it's going to be fun to watch. You know what? I feel like someone has to come and interfere in this match. And help Roman win. And, you know, the. Uh, it's like there's these new there's these rules. It's almost like a like an unwritten rule of the tribal warfare and the, and the tribal chief and this and that. So, like, where where can they go with this? Does, is there any way Jey Uso wins this match? And, and I'm not saying he's not deserving, but I just feel like as far as the industry goes and and the money and everything like that, I just don't feel like this is Jay's moment. If he does, if he were to win it, I feel like he loses it shortly after. Um, But I feel like they're taking Roman to WrestleMania with the belt. Let me ask you this. Is there any, any chance the rock that we see the rock show up there? SummerSlam. You know what? As we're talking about it, he did it. He did it at um at Royal Rumble in twenty. We were both there, right? You were there, yeah, yeah. in Philadelphia, twenty fifteen, I believe it was. So, look, he's not he's not working right now. All all the writers are done. I mean, the the biggest moment would be this: if somehow Roman cheats to win, he breaks the rules of tribal warfare, and someone helps out. And and helps Roman. This would be the biggest pop. And he's there at the end of the match. He beats down Jay. Him and Solo and the wise man are standing in the ring. Roman grabs the mic and he yells, Acknowledge me, you know, and everyone's booing and this and that. And then the rocks music hits. Ooh, I you know, like that. I if, like if, that. If he were to say something like, I'm the tribal chief. I run this family. I'm the greatest of all time. I'm the man. I'm the most electrifying person to ever step into this ring. Acknowledge me. And everyone's booing. If you smell like, dude, I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it because that would be an all time. I would be, I I might put a hole in the roof. If I, if that happens, is that going to happen? Eh, eh, I, I mean, listen, so. listen. I I just said. You know, I mean, the writers, um, yeah, you know, the screen actors aren't aren't working right now with with the strike. Everyone's walked out. He's he's available. I mean, he's been obviously he stays in shape. I, I mean, it's not hard for him to, to to come in and do a spot like that. Uh, Where does it go? Is the big question. Now, I feel like it could lead to a summer slam or a, a Survivor Series you know, kind of a warfare match where he has his tribe with the Uso brothers and maybe someone else, maybe Rikishi uh, gets involved somehow. You know what I'm saying? And then on the other side, you have Roman, 
with Jay and maybe whoever interferes and then they have a surprise, maybe throwback person that's in the match. I don't know. That would be kind of cool. And then you could have it at Survivor Series. So you don't know who's going to win. And it's not like a title's on the line. Here's the here's the reason why I think that it's more of a possibility than than we actually think is because I just saw another interview with that with Chris Van Van Vallee, um, and he he did the interview with Stone Cold. Did you see that one? No, I didn't see that. So Stone Cold said that they he was supposed to be in WrestleMania 39, and it ha- he had a big match. That was supposed that was proposed to him, but he had filming up to seven days before WrestleMania, and he wouldn't be able to do it because he couldn't get in shape in that amount amount that that amount of time. So if they're they're thinking about bringing back Stone Cold, certainly they would they would bring back The Rock in some way, shape, or form. And I think that's a great spot to do it at SummerSlam. Well, I mean, there would be no bigger ticket. I mean, if somehow this is the beginning of a build to The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia, I mean, dude, there's no bigger, there's no bigger ticket. I mean, The Rock, they they just can't. I don't know how they'll build it. the The, the problem is the belt can't be on the line, and we're gonna get into this a little bit later, and maybe we should get into this right now. But when you know someone else is going to win. The Rock isn't going to win the the championship from Roman Reigns. It's just well, that's, it's not going to happen. He's a part timer. Well, that's why I think that if The Rock gets involved, right? It's now. It's at SummerSlam, and The Rock gets involved, and the same night Stone Cold comes down, he gets involved, and then The Rock and Stone Cold wrestle at WrestleMania forty in Philadelphia. <laughs> Timmy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, wow. No, no. You know what? That. And then Bret Hart is going to be magic <laughs> and able to come back into it. And Shawn Michaels is going to yes. come out of retirement. And The Undertaker <laughs> is going to be. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I'm wish. Kidding. I mean, I'm would... kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. But I, I mean, know we're trying to be serious. Here, write but... the rock into it. And maybe then. Maybe you have the rock in the in the uh maybe you have the rock you could put him in that survivor series match and then maybe you have the rock be a special guest referee yeah, for a match between Roman and Cody and you don't know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's a bunch of things you can do from there, but you can't I just don't... have the rock fight for the title because you know he's not gonna win the title. Yeah, I just don't think I don't think you have to bring him in in that capacity to have a match just, you know, for, for the title or anything like that. Um, what do you like the idea of the, of the war games at, at survivor series? No, cause I don't him... think, I don't think survivor series is big enough for the rock. I, I just, I do think that at some point, you know, maybe, maybe we get, you know, Cody look, if, if again this is so much speculation i know what we do this is what we do in wrestling but if the rock does get involved you start to see maybe a couple different appearances by the rock you know a couple leading up to to roman losing the title versus cody rhodes right and in some way shape or form you finally get the 
Roman Reigns versus when he doesn't have the belt, Roman Reigns versus the Rock at SummerSlam next year. Maybe. I don't know. But like I just like to your point, you can't have that match be a title match because the Rock has wrestled once in the last what six years. <laughs> like it doesn't right. It doesn't it doesn't work for the fans. Um yeah, it was the same way that the Rock uh lost to the Brock Lesnar. When he went and filmed Walking Tall, everyone knew that he was leaving the WWE, and that match got almost booed out of the stadium. But uh, I mean, everyone knew that the uh, Brock Lesnar was going to win the match. SummerSlam 2002. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was a foregone conclusion, and that's happened a couple times when when Brock Lesnar fought against Goldberg at WrestleMania. They knew they were both leaving, and it was just like, what are we doing here? You know, so. I guess our, our 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 plea to WWE is if you're going to bring back The Rock, as we've said before, make it make sense and to where we're not we we don't already know what's gonna happen before the match actually happens. I mean if he's already he's already referred he's already made that reference to the elders. Did you speak to the elders? Right. It's leaving the door open. So if it Timmy, happens, I mean, it... if The Rock shows up at SummerSlam, though, I mean, oh my God, dude! Yeah, yeah. Like that's a pop. That's 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 a. I mean, that's. I mean, that's it's, fucking... it's it was it was similar to the pop that we got from John Cena when he showed up at. Uh, that, at I think um, it was Money in the Bank a couple of years Money, ago. No, it was last. It was two. It was. Oh, oh, last, you're talking about last month. I, yeah. Well. I was referring to completely last year when Roman won at Money in the Bank. He was talking his shit, and then out came John Cena. If you haven't checked out that, yeah. it was an incredible crowd reaction. Go check it out. But similar to him coming out, the surprise and everything like that, like people will be blown, like the roof will blow off that place. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it'll be an incredible moment. We're, we're going. I would on. say that you'd lose yourself in that. In that moment, in Detroit. That moment, in Detroit. Whoa, yeah. Mom's spaghetti. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right. So, some other news that it's unfortunate that we're going to be talking about. We're we're big fans of these two wrestlers, Liv Morgan and Kevin Owens. Both suffered significant injuries. Kevin Owens a rib injury. Liv Morgan a shoulder injury. Liv Morgan was kind of written off television after this past week she was attacked by Rhea ripley and attacked the shoulder i thought they did a great job of that Liv morgan sold it i thought really well um when they put the shoulder the uh chair on the shoulder and 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 Rhea stomped on it and then did that a couple times Liv, i thought did a great job of selling it. it was it was to watch it was like my kid was watching and i was like oh is this too much for him to be watching this because she sold it really well. She was begging, please don't, no, no, stop, 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 don't do, you know, and then boom, she did it. So great job by Liv Morgan. And then KO, obviously getting beaten down by the bloodline. KO, one of our one of our favorites on this show on, on Jabroni Drive. And he loves our show too, he's told me. And uh, he he's going to be written off. Where are we going with the tag titles from now on? I mean, he's injured. Do they just drop them or they have to hand them off? And, you know, I think that's the best way to do it. He says there's an injury. I can't I can't compete right now. I got to take some time off. We're going to have to relinquish the tag titles. There's going to be a tournament. And we, we um, go from it, there. It's a broken rib from what I saw. I think Dave Meltzer reported that it was a broken rib. 
And I think he's had it for quite some time. I think he's been trying to work, work through, through it. it. Yeah. And it's at the point where like he, he just needs some rest. And, uh, you know, again, that could be like a two week thing. That could be like a six week thing. Uh, um, yeah. Ribs breaking ribs suck. Uh, it's hard, hard to breathe. It's hard to twist and turn and do the things that can. Have you does. broken so, a rib Timmy? Uh, I have. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I heard there. I hear that's awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's just, it's just tough. And especially in his industry, yeah, you're taking a lot of bumps, you know, he does a lot of things off the top rope. He's doing flips. He's doing his swanton. He's doing the the KO bomb in the corner where he's doing the, the tumble, yeah, the tumble salt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so it's just difficult for him to do those moves with that type of you know injury. And Liv Morgan, I mean, it feels like she's just got the injury bug. She's been injured what? How many more? How many times? Like, I feel bad for her because she's one of the more over women's wrestlers, particularly the ones that aren't over. You know, you've got your Charlottes, Rias, Becky Lynch, Asuka, Bianca Belair. Those are the top tier, and Liv Morgan was on her push up, and she's now had her. This is her second injury. She's obviously she's a smoke show. She's super hot and but like also she's she's won over the crowd, you know, and it's a shame that she's going to be suffering another injury and it's going to have to have some time off for any type of build. They had to drop the uh, the tag belts the um, the week before. And now this is being written off TV to to recover from this or saying it's, it's a significant injury that might take a little bit of time to heal. But hopefully she gets healed quickly and a speedy recovery and comes back soon, you know. So the the KO Sami Zayn thing, I think, will work itself out if they can't delay it and get KO back in a shorter period of time. Um, you know, having that the the Universal Title is not defended at SummerSlam is is kind of weak, right? Like you should be at a major pay per view or major PLE um, should be able to defend those titles they should be on the showcase they should be showcased and they should be uh defended at that at PLA but if they can't and they have to vacate the titles what i mean what a better time for one of our favorite tag teams alpha academy to yeah i think you do a little tag team tournament right um yeah yeah, at the next PLA, or you do a build up similar to what you did with the the titles, and here's another opportunity to put, you know, maybe the Street Profits and their new uh, their yeah. alignment right together, and and yeah. put some, yeah. So you you have you can these use guys. pretty deadly, you can use the Street Profits, maybe the Brawling Brutes. You got Alpha Academy, obviously the Viking Raiders. Raiders, and you have all these tag teams that can fight for it. And then guess what? Whoever wins that. When KO comes back, he says, Hey, I have a right to these titles. I never lost them. I was hurt, him and Sami Zayn's. And then you have that, and that can build. I mean, I can imagine this could go all the way to the Rumble and then See, lead I, to someone else kind of taking over going into WrestleMania. I, yeah, I, I've been saying this about, about KO and Sami Zayn having the titles. I, I just don't feel like they, they fit as well as a tag team as they are. And I know they've been brothers for, for years and years and they've grew up in the industry together. 
just they're they're bigger stars in the titles. It's almost like having Kane and the Undertaker as as tag team title holders. I mean, I, I know that's fun and all. No, that, that's but a good uh, analogy. I like that. It's just hey, like these these guys are are better than the tag team titles, right? Like as much as it's cool, it's a good notch under your belt. No pun intended. Yeah, Sami Zayn's star was so hot. It was as similar as to what what LA Knight was. And he's him and KO have been coming out during other people's matches for the last two and a half months since they've won the titles and really haven't really done anything with the titles yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and K it's like and, they and really Sami Zayn was as over as anyone could be in in this past year, of course. He was in a great storyline, which is, you know, I know we talked about LA Knight earlier, but LA Knight's been in nothing and he's super over. You know, like it'd be it would have been cool to have to see Sami Zayn, you know, on a on a US title maybe uh run or or see him you know face off against Austin Theory or somebody else, right? Instead you got you you got the the RK or the 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 bro fighting fucking uh what's his face? Gunther. Uh, Gunther four times in, in four weeks for, for the Intercontinental title. I don't get And it. now, you know what? The bro's been missing the last couple weeks. Where's the bro? Out. He came out on Raw. Oh, did he? I missed him. Yeah, but so... No shoes. No shoes. All right. So we talked about maybe a, a tag team tournament. We'll see what they do with those titles and maybe the Street Profits being involved in that. But the Street Profits recently have been involved in what seems to be the the build to a, a faction here that looks to be pretty uh, a formidable force here. You know, you've got Bobby Lashley, you got the Street Profits, you had Carmelo Hayes and 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 Trick. I want to say Trick Williams. I don't know if that's correct. I'm sorry if my NXT uh, Trick Daddy, you know, Trick Daddy, whatever, Trick that <laughs> fool. But this is looking like. A beast, like a pretty fucking badass faction. And you know what's funny is I think about this faction and where it can go and how it can be. And obviously, they've got some great athletes. You've got Bobby Lashley, who's a superstar. You know, he's he's jacked, yoked. You've got the Street Profits, who uh, Angela Dawkins, I feel like, is underrated. And then Montez Ford, his, his ceiling of his stardom is as high as anyone else's. I feel like he can be as popular as an LA Knight right now. I feel like he can be as popular as anyone in, in WWE right now. He has charisma. He obviously has the ability when we saw him at elimination chamber, he put on a show and everyone was buzzing about Montez Ford since that he's been kind of buried. And then you talk about Carmelo Hayes trick from NXT these guys are up and comers and stuff like that. There were some technical difficulties. The show will now resume with Bash at the Beach. We've got Bash at the Beach coming up this weekend. A lot of matches. A match that's been announced for this week is Baron Corbin versus Gable Steveson. Gable Steveson, a gold medalist at the Olympics, two-time NCAA champion. Could have been a three-time if he decided to go back for that. On this past week of NXT, he said he's going to make an announcement of whether or not he's going to wrestle at the Olympics, go back to college, wrestle for NXT as a WWE. Out comes Baron Corbin. 
who's supposed to be having this new character. He's he's found himself, the 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 man in the mirror that he's been fighting this whole time. He comes out and says, Gable, do yourself a favor. Go to the Olympics. Go to college. You want nothing to do with this world because you can't hang inside of these ropes. Gable challenges them to a match, suplexes them a bunch of times. I feel like this is a great opportunity for someone that is an Olympic gold medalist, a superstar in the the wrestling world to be involved in WWE. They're setting up this match. There's no way Baron Corbin wins this match. I, I, I just don't like them setting up a match that you know someone else is going to win. Yeah, we just, I mean, kind of reference this with, you know, the whole Rock thing versus Roman Reigns because, you know, The Rock's not going to win the title. So that's never going to happen. Um, if this is a similar type of match, yeah, it's not going to work. Uh, Baron Corbin, again, I thought that we were heading in a direction where where he was going to join the Judgment Day and and be you know a catalyst in in that faction, and we've gotten something completely different but totally the same. Yeah, <laughs> it's which is hard to do, and like they're trying with this guy, and it just it's failure after failure after failure, and. I, I don't know. It just seems like the beginning of the end for Baron Corbin again. Um, you know, creative hasn't done really a great job. I thought they did some some cool things with those vignettes leading up to, you know, what has actually happened with Bash at the Beach. But, I mean, for it to go in this direction is just so disappointing. Yeah, it, it, you're setting him up to just get beat down by this guy that you're going to push. I mean, there's no way you're going to take an Olympic gold medalist and just have him lose you know it just Kurt Angle came in and he was the champion within I want to say within a year of of his debut on the roster it may have even been shorter than that so th- this idea of Gable Stevenson and Baron Corbin and you know here's a guy that he's going to squash now it, it just it's upsetting because They've built up Corbin to you think he's going to be making a move. And like you said, it's the same thing. They, they've kind of done the same thing with Trish Stratish and Becky Lynch, where they put on these stipulations now for the match. You, Becky Lynch isn't getting a tattoo of thank you, Trish, on her chest. You know what I mean? Like, so she's clearly she's going to win the match at, at SummerSlam. So why the, the best part about a match as a fan is not knowing who is going to win. Right? Yeah. So why set it up so the fan knows who is going to win? I don't know. WWE, as we've said before, why don't you make it make sense? Am I crazy? Please do. No, you're not crazy, Tom. You're totally sane. I don't know anymore. I've got to go to some counseling, I guess. Timmy, it's been another great episode of Jabroni Drive. And I think going into Bash of the Beach, we've got a lot to look forward to. Quite possibly a cash-in of the Good. money bank contract. We Good never day. know for the NXT title. I'm looking forward to a couple of those matches. Timmy, I know you've been saying you have this weekend free. Maybe you check out Bash at the Beach instead of uh, SummerSlam. What do you think? Yeah. Well, I can't check out SummerSlam since it's not taking place this weekend, so I guess I will. Yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... 
For all the Schmidt Lavellites out there, we appreciate you listening. We hope you've liked what we've talked about. If you do like it, please give us a like, a follow, a share, subscribe. Tell your friends that are professional wrestling fans to check out Schmidt Lavelle. The biggest, greatest, most amazingest, bestest, bestest. Ah, (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. Tim, anything you want to say to all the Schmidt Lavellites out there before we sign off? Oh, looking forward to a great SummerSlam, and uh, that's about it, Tom. All right, I'll, I will, I will echo those. We're looking forward to a great SummerSlam and a great Bash at the Beach. Until next week, my name's Tom Lavelle. As always, I'm accompanied by Timothy Schmidt. Godspeed. God bless. God bless USA. <laughs> God bless the USA. Next week, new episode leading into SummerSlam. Check us out.